if a vaccine comes and the panic eases before summer, Donald Trump will be reelected. Let me repeat. If a vaccine comes and they're supposedly in phase three trials before midsummer, he's reelected. Democrats know that. The press knows it. They got to do everything they can to try to destroy him now. The vaccine is everything. Let's go to the media. Okay, we got two things here. So NBC's White House correspondent is a man named Peter Alexander. I do not know him. All right, I've never met him. I don't watch NBC News much. I know Comcast, the parent company of NBC, hates Donald Trump. And that's evident in MSNBC and NBC News reporting. I've said good things about Lester Holt, the primary anchor at NBC. I work with Lester. Channel 2 in New York City, I respect Lester, but he's one man against a corporation. Corporation despises Donald Trump. So I'm going to run a soundbite where uh, the president actually attacked Peter Alexander. Go. Dr. Fauci said there is no magic drug for coronavirus right now, which you would agree. I guess on this issue, well, then we'll, well, you know, I, I think we only is disagree a little bit. I'm sorry. I disagree. Uh, Maybe and maybe not. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. We have to see. Is We're going to know. That, is, it possible, is it possible that your impulse to put a positive spin on things may be giving Americans a false sense of hope? No, I don't think so. Representing preparedness so. right now. No, I don't think so. I think that, uh, I think it's got, you know, the not yet approved drug. I mean, such a lovely question. So what do you say to the Americans were scared, though? I guess nearly 200 dead. 14,000 who are sick, millions, as you witnessed, who are scared right now. What do you say to Americans who are watching you right now who are scared? Uh, I say that you're a terrible reporter. That's what I say. I think it's a very nasty question, and I think it's a very bad signal that you're putting out to the American people. The American people are looking for answers, and they're looking for hope. And you're doing sensationalism. Okay. It is the president of the United States' job to calm things down, to give people hope. That's why in the beginning, even though Donald Trump stopped the flights from China, he wasn't screaming, oh, a virus is coming, a virus is coming, like Paul Revere and the British. He didn't want to tank the markets. He wanted to maintain calm. And he was hoping, the president was hoping, that it wouldn't be that bad. Turns out it is that bad. Did President Trump do anything wrong? in trying to bring some stability and calm to the situation? In my opinion, no. The President of the United States believes the country will get back to normal work-wise by Easter. That is what his plan is, to get industry up and running again by Easter. Now, that may happen, it may not, depends on health considerations. But he is, President Trump is, determined not to let the United States of America sink into a depression. We're not talking about a recession. That's already in play. We're talking about a depression. If you keep industry on the sidelines for five months, six months, and the government can't afford 
to support 330 million people. So that was the headline today of all the verbiage. I selected two sound bikes to give you a tone of how Mr. Trump is thinking. Roll number one. I said, we've never closed the country before. This never happened before. You're going to, you're saying, I said, are you, are you serious about this? We are going to take this country that's fully employed, where we have 160 million people working, and you're telling me we have to close it? And people are going to go out of business and they're going to go bankrupt and they're not going to have jobs? What are we talking about here? Just don't forget, this has never been done. We've had flus before. We've had viruses before. So this is something new. And this is why I say we have to, I gave it two weeks and, and you know, I guess by Monday or Tuesday, it's about two weeks and we'll assess at that time. So he's talking about the state of emergency. So next week, there'll be some reassessment, but next week, by next week, the cases of the virus will not be on the decline. By Easter, they may be. That's the difference. So Easter, uh, the end of uh, April, and that's the target date. In the meantime, Donald Trump well knows that his whole political career is riding on him being able all right, to contain this virus. Now, the only way you do that is by getting a vaccine or medicines. That's well underway, and I believe that will happen. I don't know when, but I know enough that they're not that far away, all right, for getting some kind of relief in this coronavirus situation. But the president is well aware if that does not happen, what will happen? Roll it. You're going to have... Suicides by the thousands. You're going to have all sorts of things happen. You're going to have instability. You can't just come in and say, let's close up the United States of America, the biggest, the most successful country in the world by far. All right. So that is the crux of what happened today with the president of the United States. All the other stuff doesn't matter. He wants to open the country for business by Easter. All right. He knows the downside. Today, uh, as I do every day, I monitor um, the news flow. So that means I have to have the TV on. And all of a sudden, Andrew Cuomo's there again. My governor, Andrew Cuomo, again. They're not, there is not one other governor in the United States who could command network and cable news time in midday. Not one. But Cuomo does. Why? Because... Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York State is now running for president. That's what he's doing, running for president. Might not get it this time around, but 2024, believe me. And he comes off well on TV. He's bloviating too much. I mean, it's too, the guy could say what he says in 10 minutes. He takes a half an hour. So it's like, ah, come on. All right, but... Very articulate, very authoritative. All right, the information is good. Networks love them. The left-wing cable networks love them. Fox, they're running them. I don't know. I think they like them, but I'm not sure there. I don't know. Now, what Cuomo's going to do is he's going to be the champion of the virus defeat. So he's competing with Donald Trump. And... On television, Cuomo is more precise than Trump. Trump wanders. He wanders. 
Cuomo is much more focused. But both men love the sound of their own voice. As do I. I'm not going to say that I'm not guilty of that somewhat, but I get to the point. So it's Cuomo basically setting himself as the virus slayer. Okay? And then when things go wrong, he blames Trump. So that, I mean, it's a win-win. Things go right, it's Andrew Cuomo, what a guy, what a guy. Things go wrong, ah, Trump. <laughs> All right. So Biden disappeared. We don't know where Joe is. Joe tries, but he's not coming out of Delaware. We're not going to lie. Sanders is going to stay in the race. I can't believe he is, but he is. And he wants to debate in April. I guess Bernie didn't have anything to do, um, but it's just insane. However, there is a chance that Biden won't have enough delegates. 1,191 needed when he shows up in Milwaukee in July for the convention. If so, guess who's going to be there next to Hillary? Andrew Cuomo. And don't be surprised if Andrew Cuomo slaps Hillary on the VP. A little package. I've told you and told you and told you that the Democratic Party is worried about Biden. He shows up on The View. Now, understand this, that Joe Biden is in a tough spot. Can't campaign. He's got the, nominate, the nomination. He's got it. I doubt if there's going to be anything that happens, but it's possible. Remember, he's going to be 78 years old, and he's not really in control. Let me demonstrate that once again. Roll the tape. Are you at all concerned, as Trump said, that we cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself? We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. No matter what. We know what has to be done. So the cure will make the problem worse. Now, I've told you over and over and over, I'm not a medical person. I don't diagnose people. But Joe Biden, as a journalist, I'm telling you this, does not know what he's saying many times. He doesn't know. Now, I'm going to run another soundbite where he is clear. But that, he did not know what he was saying. And but he just said it. Now, there are a lot of people like that, but not running for president. I've never seen in my 45 years of reporting, I have never seen a presidential candidate or someone running for president be as inarticulate as Joe Biden. I mean, that makes no sense at all. And, and he doesn't even know what's coming out of his mouth. All right. And I mean, for you, for a guy to say, all right, the cure will make the problem worse. No matter what. All right. Here is a soundbite that was clear. And the American people don't want us in a political fight, and I want no part of a political fight either. But when the president says things that, in fact, turn out not to be accurate, we should not say you're lying. We should say, Mr. President, that's not the fact. Here's the deal. Okay. But lying is a word that uh, anybody can exploit. So if you misstate something, if you exaggerate, oh, it's a lie. But that's all right. You knew what he meant. So uh, Biden also announced he's going to have a podcast. So I hope you watch this podcast, the most successful uh, political analytical podcast in the world. Or maybe you, and I know what I'm saying all the time. 